0: Back. Uh, how did I go about the situation?
1: Just how do you go about, like, learning about Chase's as a receiver? A- and what was your initial reaction, knowing that you guys got a piece?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was excited, of course. You know, he's a playmaker. Uh, body, bodies, so athletic, fast. 50 ball catcher. So, um, I was excited, of course, and you know, just seeing what he can do in practice, so the different things uh, that we do in practice, the routes that we did. So, just really just practicing with him and, you know, getting to throw with him a little bit, that was just... Help find out. A
1: sign
0: you... uh, I mean, yeah, but I mean, when you, I think at any time you trade for a player like him, you're just trying to make the team better. Um, kind of like Coach Blue said, you're just trying to make the team better overall. So. Building your business online? Go to Wix.com and get your site up and running with a tailored creation experience. On the defensive side of the ball, they're gonna have to step up. You know, Leadership's gonna have to step up over there. So, we all talked about it. You know, we, we all, you know, kind of went through it. I uh, texted Raquan and you know, just told him, you know, thank you for being the team that he was and me, being the brother he was to me, to set everybody else. So, um, of course, that was a big loss to us, but, you know, we have the leaders on this team, the players on this team to step up.
2: How's
1: your uh, dynamic with this receiving group improved now? With obviously, your existing chemistry with Darnell, but now getting the Keel back and adding Chase to this mix. How do you feel that chemistry has grown with the group as a whole?
3: We've only t- just
1: I was grateful for the opportunity, I feel like. Um, I don't have any bad blood with any any anyone there, so it was hard to take offense to it because um, I know it's just the nature of the business. You've been hoping for something new? No, I wasn't. Um, it's not like I was like, oh, I want to get out, I want to get out, or I hope I do. I was just letting um, the cards play how they how they were played. Yeah. Schedule- uh, not like a vacation, but definitely a little getaway mental reset for sure. Um, but now I'll just shift my focus on the, the Bears by week, so uh got some money back. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, you know, sometimes like, um, I think uh, if you get the right offer and, um, depending on, you know, what kind of year you're in, like you might want the draft picks rather than. Um, the other players. So I'm not too sure. So you had something to do that with, maybe just the overall direction of the team. Is that, is that what you're saying?
3: Uh,
1: I mean it might have played a part, but I have no clue.
3: What What did you know about Justin Fields, and how do you think the two of you can work well together?
1: Yeah, Uh I know we're we're part of the same agency, so we have some common ground there. Um, and I've uh, I've been watching them as of late in terms of uh, their most recent primetime game, and uh you know I know a lot of people are excited about. Uh, how he's been playing and, and obviously I'm one of those people so I'm excited to work with him yeah well I mean playbooks uh, obviously one um I'm, I think I'm trying to take the day-by-day approach um I'm not trying to figure everything out at once in terms of you know where I'm staying like family and this and that I think I'm just focusing on the playbook first and uh little extra means with coaches that's probably just one and two what excites you most about the opportunity you're going to get here I think just the way they perceive me here obviously they they went out and got me so I think that says a lot about how they feel about me so I think just the the opportunity um, that they, they kind of gave me by picking me up Uh you that the Steelers hadn't seen from you uh, I think they see um, you know where I where I can provide them a lot of value Um, and I think they will want to utilize that, uh,
4: I see it, you see it, they see it. It ain't nothing else to talk about, baby. Let's go. CNG Podcast, come on, bear down.
2: Shout out to guys, CNG. Yes, sir.
4: Hi, I'm Sugar and Vodka, and so happy
5: to be on the CNG podcast, Bear Down Chicago. Hey, everyone! This is Dr. Apollo here from
3: Elite Gaming Mercs. I just want to let you guys know that I will be teaming up with the CNG podcast. They have been a great support of what we do here on the channel. That I would really appreciate it if you guys can support them too. You could uh, support them on either Facebook or YouTube by going to the search engines and hitting cng podcast again that is cng podcast you can go ahead hit follow or subscribe to their channel afterwards you'll be able to see me there giving you my sports opinions all right take care this is dr Apollo signing off deuces
5: yo 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 what's
3: up everybody this is g walker one half of the cng podcast
5: and i'm cj the other half of the cng podcast <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Good afternoon. Welcome to the CNG podcast. This is the um, Bears Dolphins post game show. We got our, um, our guy right here, Phantom J. How's it going, man?
2: What's good, man? How you doing?
5: Doing pretty good, man. And um, G Walker, I guess, we coming in in second. But yeah, man, we're going to be breaking down the Bears, the Bears and the Dolphins game. Um, we're actually going to be talking about, you know, polls. Uh, what grade did we give him for, as far as the um, the deals and stuff that he's made this week? So we're going to be getting to all that today, man. But um, Jay Phantom, since we got you in here. Uh what is your thoughts about um today's um game against the um, Dolphins?
2: Uh I think our offense showed a lot of evolution, showed a lot of heart. Um I think Justin Fields showed that man he's that guy that's to build around. You know what I mean? He's he's the guy to definitely build around on our offense. Uh I think he proved that he's our quarterback. He proved that, you know, what he could do. I said la- I said the last time I was on here, if you just tailor the game, the offense to what he can do, which is run and run play option, you'll see a better Justin Fields. And I think you've seen that. You know, you see more run design run plays, some more run play options, and you see an improvement. You see better quarterback rating, you see better efficiency. Uh, you see him putting up yards, you see him putting up touchdowns. So I think, you know, this game definitely showed the evolution of our of our offense, and it showed that if we can actually get an offensive line and maybe a couple more you know one or two more <clears throat> weapons we could be a dangerous offense i mean we already got the top off the off, uh running game in the league you know what i mean now we just need a couple sprinkle in a couple little things here and there and then we'd be definitely some uh offense to compete with
5: okay
3: okay did you walk anything you want to add No, I just want to add the game, you know, was close. I thought the game was going to be close. I didn't think we were going to win, of course. But this team got some fight in them. Um, This is a very disciplined team. This is a very focused team. Uh, This is a very, um, you know, just get get at you. We're going to fight you for every yard. We're going to fight you for every possession team. So for for even Blue's team to come out here again, uh, back-to-back weeks, and, um, and play hard, I couldn't act for nothing else. You know what I mean? Who
5: ended up winning? We lost. Yes. Sorry about that, y'all. My mic was um muted. But I was gonna say, um the <laughs> offense definitely improved over the last several weeks. Um I like what I've seen from the offense. I think it will be improved. It will be moving better moving forward. The defensive line has got to get better. you got to get more pressure on the quarterback. We saw that a lot today that Tua was able to get enough time. He was able to make the throws when he needed to make. And that's what pretty much hurt the Bears today was the, was the passing game. Um, as far as the secondary for the Bears, I thought those guys did a pretty good job of containing the Dolphins um, wide receivers, keeping them in front of them, not making them get behind them and get those big plays. So overall, um, from what I got from today's game, offense was um, played good. I, I was wishing they would have went more into the running game, um, more instead of just having Justin just run out there. But Justin had a good, good game today. Um, had the uh, most yards for quarterback in, um, in one game, which was um, real cool for him to do that. Defensively, they got to improve. Yeah, G. Walker, yeah went um, 17 of 28, 123 yards, three touchdowns. We're adding 178 yards on the ground. Those 166 yards were the most by a quarterback in the regular season NFL history, man. So kudos to Justin Fields for that. For all you guys calling him a bust. For all you guys saying that the Bears should trade him. Y'all know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, put that up there one more time, man, so the people can see it. Yeah, man. So that that's what the that's what our quarterback has done today. The quarterback that some of you are saying that oh the Bears should trade the Bears are suck but well, we know you, some of you guys are trolls we know that some this is what some of you guys like to do but hey it's all it's all good but um actually um let's let's get into the next um let's get into the next overlay um if you got one G Walker oh you know the next one
3: I will get into man it just was a tough game. Uh 32 35. Who thought the Bears were gonna put up 32 points? Anybody? Anybody?
2: No, I sure didn't think we were gonna put up 32. I I sure didn't think we was gonna put up 32.
3: So 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 Jay, so so do you think this is the norm for us going forward? What do you think about this offense going forward? Because it's been like the last three, three or four weeks, it's been like this, man. What do you think about this offense?
2: Offensively, man, I like what I'm seeing. Uh like you said in the past three weeks, we've put up 20 plus points a game. You know what I mean? There's no more of that, you know, dink and dank 10 points, 14 points. We're putting up 20 points a game, which is right there on par with the league. You know what I mean? You need to. Um, I don't think (laughs) we need Justin Fields running as much as he did today. Uh, I think that's a recipe for disaster. Look, you know, go see Cam Newton for that, you know, proof of that. You know what I mean? When you have your uh, quarterback rushing that much, but at the same time you can't get away from what's working and he was able the way he was seeing the field and the way he was seeing the running lanes he had to take off you know what i mean he had to take off he had to take the ball and he's showing exactly what you know c said i'm not a bust (laughs) i'm not a bust i'm not you know i'm not somebody that should have just been traded away i'm that man i i just ran for 178 yards 178 yards. That's crazy.
3: That's the man was pretty much dominating the game with his legs, bro. And it was like,
2: and then if you look at what he did though, he was doing
3: that was amazing to watch.
2: He was doing some. He was doing some Patrick Mahomes-esque type things. You know what I mean? Throwing the defense off when he was running up to the, he was running up to the, you know, to the line of scrimmage, and he was looking like he was going to throw the ball. He was fake like he was going to throw the ball, get the defense on their heels and then just take off booking and running and get that first down, get that yardage. And that's, you know, that's Patrick Mahomes ask. That's, that's the, that's what I've been telling people. Like you got to watch him. He's, he's got the ability to be like a Patrick Mahomes, like a Tua, like a Lamar Jackson. He's got that ability. We just need to put the offensive line around him and give him a couple offensive weapons.
5: Would, um, Jay, I'm i I'm gonna have to agree with you, but at the same time, I have to disagree with you because I think he could be better than Tua. Um, as far as his athleticism, he's better than Tua is, is at right now. I don't know if Tua is hurt, but as far as his athleticism, he's a lot faster than Tua. You know, he seems to understand how you know how to get first downs when he's on the run. I, I thought Tua was gonna do that today, get you know get some rushing yards, but it seemed like I don't know if he was hurt. Or if just Brisker did a good job of just confronting him when he did make those runs out. But, you know, for what I see from Justin, he just looks a completely different quarterback as far as do um on the run as far as making those running those running plays. Yeah,
3: Justin is a far better athlete than Patrick Mahomes as far as running with the ball as a mobile quarterback. Who's way more um but I get what you're saying though, Jay, as far as that ability to solid arm throw, to be yes. there. Justin Ooh. has some of the same abilities man he has a little bit more physical ability than um patrick mahomes so when you athletically start, he's,
2: he's up there yeah he's yeah. very
3: he's probably at the top of the list so you put that with the strong arm the strong body the mental toughness the physical toughness you know what i mean he's learning how to elevate his team with everything not around him as far as like the perfect wide receivers the perfect o-line he's actually playing above the level of what your team is not even that great to be at yet so you add all that together he looks like this. He actually might be our franchise quarterback. But we got a comment from uh, Veronica Necessary. Eve, she said, we still lost the game. Why? I was at work, didn't see any of it. We lost the game because we traded two of probably our best defensive players. What y'all think about that?
5: Well, I'm going to say this. The reason why we lost the game is because the defensive line is not where it needs to be. That's what I saw today from watching that game from start to finish. The defensive line did, did not really get bring pressure. It put pressure on the secondary to play. the And the linebacker spot really didn't do too much today either. So really the secondary got put in a bad spot because it pretty much they had to play like the, the back end of the field, They had to play the middle of the field. So within that, they had to play two different spots. So that's to me what really lost the game today was, was the, the Bears D-line not getting any pressure. Hey Jay, what you think
2: about that? The defense, the D line. What you think? Man, I honestly, man, we we traded away the heart of our defense. We traded away the heart of our defense. We showed up, we showed up on fourth down in key instances. But the fact is, we traded away the heart of our defense and we played with little heart at times. You know what I mean? When it came down to it on fourth down, they played with some intensity, but you're not gonna you're not gonna win many games when you don't have a single defender with ten plus tackles. We didn't have a single defender with ten plus tackles, not one. We didn't get not one, not one God fumble, not, not saying, one interception, not one interception, not one fumble, not one sack. We're not gonna win like that.
5: I agree. I totally agree. okay. I, de- I, I definitely agree with you. Let, let me say this real quick. Let me ask y'all this question. When it comes to Roquan, real quick. Do you guys believe if we would have kept Roquan, do you believe that he would have signed with the Bears after the season? Yes. As yes. far as his yes. yes. contract? Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah,
5: I think so. I think so.
2: The man wanted to be here. The man wanted to be here. In the offseason, what he did was a power move. He tried to make a power move, which, I mean, look at Roquan Smith's production since he's been in the league, and his stats are right up there with Ray Lewis. You put up them kind of numbers, and you're going to want your bag respectfully. Mm -hmm. And he deserves every bit of whatever he's going to go out there and get paid. But it should have been us to pay it to him. I understand we're rebuilding, and I understand that we need to rebuild on the offensive side of the ball, and we need to focus on the offensive side of the ball. We do. But you don't trade away the hardcore and the heart of your defense. You need to build around somebody on defense, too. You can't just build around the offense and then forget, you know, about your defense. You got to build around the defense too. And he was a dude to build around. He was a solid leader, solid teammate. And the man put up – he put up stats right up there with a Hall of Famer, Ray Lewis. I just
3: think it's just, we you know, the Bears, you know, they had a, they had a point to – there's a lot of things going on with Roquan and the Chicago Bears. One, we have to pivot to the offensive side of the ball for once as far as building a, building around an offensive player two roquan turned down the money two times he turned down the money twice mm-hmm. three he didn't have an agent um so yep. it just seems like it's, it's not going it to be but the best thing that they did was actually just pivot to justin fields and build it around him now i will say we're not going to be able to win games without having a linebacker that we need so the fourth thing is what type of linebacker are we going to put in that system as far as evil what is he looking for is it a wheel linebacker because we have to draft that this draft go ahead
5: cj i'm gonna say a linebacker but 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 really g walker you can upgrade a linebacker at any time bro the Bears' problem is that defensive line they don't get enough pressure they don't get sacks the ends don't get to the quarterback the interior is getting shredded game after game after fucking game bro so it, it, it it's the it's the defensive um defensive line. That's the number one thing that the Bears need to really put a focus on, whether it's in the draft or whether it's in free agency. They gotta get that defensive that defensive line going. Cause it don't matter what what linebacker you get, if that line is not doing their job up front, it's not gonna make a difference.
3: Totally agree, but let's get to one comment from uh, Mr. Warren Smith. He said uh reason why we lost the game was block punts and ref. Jay, what do you think about that? Did it come down to that
2: puck punt and the refs? I don't think it came down to one or two plays. I don't think it came down. I think think if the ref made the proper play for the pass interference, we definitely are within field goal range, and we Mm -hmm. can possibly win that game. Uh, But we put ourselves in that position not being able to stop their offense. Uh, We kept the ball the entire time. We maintained – uh, control of the ball and time of possession, which is great. We did that with our running game, but our when, when their offense touched the field, we weren't able to stop them, and that's where we failed. That's where we failed, and that's eff- effectively what I see lossless the game because our offense was able to stay right there with them. Offensively, every time they scored, we was right there with them. We moved the ball. We was in the red zone, but when it comes down to it, our defense could not stop them. Now, I will agree. I will agree with C. We do need somebody in the middle. We do need a a defensive line. But I won't say I will say I don't feel like a a linebacker is that easy to replace, especially if you look at the upcoming list of free agents. I think Lamonte David's the only good linebacker in free agency coming up. And he's what 32 passes. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 32. Uh I don't know of how many studs the linebackers we got in the draft, but essentially that trade put us in the, uh, that trade is going to be equivalent of how do you value a second round draft pick? Cause you got two trades involving second round draft pick. You got one where you gave away a guy for a second round draft pick who put up numbers historically with a historic linebacker. Then you put up, then you traded and gave away a, a second round draft pick. For a guy who's put up mid-tier numbers his career, now you could argue that Claypool had an old Ben Roethlisberger thrown to him his first two years, and give him that argument. But it's going to come down to that—that that, that pick is going to—it's—he's either going to have to be a stud or bust. He's—he's going to have to be a stud or bust.
3: And 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 that's going to help us segue into our next topic, our next um, our next overlay, which happened over the weekend or the week, whatever. Was this guy right here? The guy you're talking about, that second round pick. This guy right here. CJ, go ahead and take your thoughts, man. What you think about this guy right here, man? I think, I think this is something that we needed. Getting claypool was something that we needed, man. I think we needed this for him to build chemistry with Justin. Got a bunch of games before the end of the offseason, man. This was right on time to me. So but I think this was, I think this was needed, man. We've been screaming for help for a receiver all this time. You know what I mean? So now we finally got one. So what do you think?
5: Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna ask the Claypool, but I'm also get into what um what Jay was talking about the last um the, the last thing he was talking about as far as um the the, the linebackers i want to go back into that, but um as far as Claypool is concerned, I thought it was a great pickup um for them to do because you have to think about it. There wasn't too many wide receivers available going into free agency that I thought that would have um changed the dynamic of this team as far as getting that big receiver that I thought they needed. So you know, for them to give up a second round pick to get them, people may feel different about that. But you have to really hit gold in the draft when you're getting players. You have to really get players that fit your system. And sometimes those players that you want may not be there. Now, luckily for the Bears, Brisker was there. Luckily for the Bears, um, Gordon was there. So, but you're not going to always get those, get you know, hit those um, you know, get those diamonds in the rough, you know, or, or, or get those pure diamonds in the draft like that. So you're gonna have to pick and choose your spots. But um I actually like the move, man, to answer your question. And um and and, and and hold on, hold on, hold on. And, and and one more thing with um one more thing with the linebackers that um uh, that, that Jay was talking about. I, I agree, I, I agree with you, Jay, but at the same time, I I you know, you gotta ask yourself this question. What would they would have gotten the same what if Roquan being here would have been the same thing. That we seen today, Roquan being here with that with that front, right. with that defense front. Because you gotta look at it too, because we ain't been seeing that throughout the whole season. Roquan was here and it didn't make a damn difference because we still had the record that we had. So I, I just want you to think about that, you know, as far as moving forward. But um G Walker, you go ahead and I'll continue, man. Man, great
3: takes, man. Great takes, great takes, great text,
2: man. Yeah, your mic, man.
3: Oh, we just gonna keep yeah, your going to keep going to what we're talking about, these wide receivers, man, because the offense, to me, has looked like they've been towards their quarterback for the first time in franchise history. Jay, what do you think that Mooney provides as a wide receiver? And what do you think Claypool provides as a wide receiver? Because he says we're different receivers, but in a good way. What do you think that they're great at that's going to make this team better and they're different? Um,
2: honestly, I haven't seen much of Claypool to be too – you know, excited with him. He's a big body. 6'4, 230, I think. He's a big body. That's and that's something that you need. You know what I mean? Um, but Mooney provides explosiveness. Mooney's compact, but he's fast. He runs great routes. And he gives you that explosive playability. My man, I mean, go see the go see the Minnesota catch. Go see the Minnesota catch with the one hand. My man pulls off, I mean, he pulls off some very difficult, you know, throw it up there and catch it type plays. Um, Claypool, the, the jury's still out on him. I mean, he came out, what, two years ago? This is his third year. Um, Like I said, he had the old Ben burger thrown to him. So, I mean, you can't really – it's hard to put a a, a a finger on what he brings besides a big body. He's got he's he's a big body and he's and he's got you know uh a lot of athleticism. Right.
3: And I think it's just a perfect match
2: between uh big, you know, and
3: compact, like you said. I think having a speedy fast receiver is critical in the short down the situations, and I think having a big tall physical receiver is great in long distance situations. Uh and that's something that the Bears was gonna that were lacking, uh, that we didn't have. We had the guy that's a digit guy in between uh zones, he could do some stuff. Which was Mooney. Now we got a big body receiver that you can throw it up there and get it. And that's gonna bring me to my next overlay that didn't happen. And this is what a big body receiver can get you. This right here, this was gonna win us the game, but we didn't get the call. Jay, what do you think about this, man?
2: I think that was a blatant. Fu- <laughs> I was about to cuss. <laughs> I think that was you can a- cuss, man. We got out. It's our platform, bro. We don't answer to
3: no fucking body.
2: I think that was a blatant fucking missed call, goddammit. <laughs> I mean, my man clearly pulled him down. He had the arm around the waist. I mean, the picture shows it says a thousand words. Look at that shit. My man was he was he was trying to do something strange to him for a piece of change. <laughs> I mean, look at him. He was sitting He was hugging him like it was prom, right? Like, come on now. And we didn't get a single call. Not one. Not one. No. Not one referee was like, you know what? Maybe I should throw a flag here. No. Not and it. it Especially down in, in a key moment of the game. Like, nobody was like, mm, that looked like excessive. That looked like some, you know, come on now. They was all up on each other. No. Nah. And this was
3: a ridiculously missed call by the referees this game today, man. And for them, none of them to point this out and give us that first, that passing finish was fucking disgusting. Referees were trash for this, man. He hugging that man like he's two-stepping with him.
5: You know what I'm saying, CJ? Go ahead, bro. Man, look, I'm not I'm not a person that's that that's for people losing their job or you know people of course are getting fined because of course you got to feed your family and do what you got to do. But this was complete bullshit right here. I don't know how the hell do you miss this call. Well, he has his hand, his damn hand wrapped around his shoulder like they like they slow dancing. You know, or so, you know, like it, it, it's ridiculous. And there was a couple of calls that they missed today. You know, but I thought this was, you know, you can't have calls missed like this during key points of the game. This was down towards the end of the game. They blew the call. You know, it should have been a flag because it was two guys there. It was two defenders there. You know, this guy's grabbing them. The other defender is just there. So why wasn't called? So they definitely going to have to explain what happened here. You know, I definitely want to know what happened during this play and why they didn't make that call. Mic, right. you walk with it was mic. all
3: terrible, man. That was a terrible play. We should have got the fucking pass interference. But we kept our draft position um, <laughs> by not winning his hand. <laughs> <answer. laughs> so it's a silver lining, man. So you can't be too bad. But let's go into something that I thought was funny during this game was this right here. Justin Fields was actually running out of bounds for a first down. And this is what Mike McDaniel, or the head coach for the Miami Dolphins, said him, stop it. Just fucking stop. Because Justin was killing these boys all <laughs> Fucking game! The coach had to say, "Stop it!" Like, bro, please, quit it. This was so funny and so real. I had to find this, man. I had to pull this up. CJ, what you think about the Mr. Mike McDaniel? Like, hey, man, bro, can you? Can you
5: please yeah. just stop, bro? I'm not. I'm not surprised, man. Cause Justin was running, running all over these guys, making throws when he needed to. Man, if it wasn't just for those bad calls and, and a couple of the penalties, man, the Bears could have pulled this game off. That's that's why the the Bears are in a good position, whether win or lose this season. All they have to do is get a couple of good players, make a couple, you know, um, you know upgrades and whatnot, and they're right there. So the fact that we're seeing Justin become this quarterback now during the season i did not expect this to happen at all you know but i'm glad that it has happened we're gonna see this more and more moving forward and think about this even even in the in in the cowboys game that the bears um lost to justin was doing doing the same thing and this and the cowboys defense is, is one of the top in the nfl so the fact that he's doing this week after week we've been seeing it over and over again man it's a beautiful thing and guess what we better than the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I said yeah. it. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Fuck Green Bay. Fuck the Packers. Fuck the Packers. Now guess what? Y'all wanna flag y'all wanna
2: flag me? Flag me then.
3: What you think about this, Jay?
2: I mean, it's an accurate mean. That man was running. Come on now. 17 to 28, 123 yards through the air, three touchdowns. Come on now. And then the man went fifteen carries, 178 yards. That's that man same. was doing whatever he wanted to. He saw the field well. He didn't throw a single interception. He saw the field well. He didn't rush himself. He took the ball you know, and tucked it and ran when he needed to. He threw it when he needed to, and he threw it well when he threw it. Justin Fields was doing what he wanted, showing what I what I said. I said it when I was on your podcast last. I said you let the man run, and you saw, call some more run-play options, let him do his thing, play, play his type of game. I said, let him do his type of game and watch what he does. I called him. And the man man did After he said it, I'm tired of hearing that we're almost there. He said, I'm tired of hearing that we're almost there. And then what he do? He start going the fuck off. Yep. Your mic. We're going to give
3: y'all a couple of minutes on the commercial break. We're going to come back, get into the later part of the show, the last part. We got a couple of overlays left. Uh, A couple of things to talk about, then we're going to get out of here, you guys. So we'll see you guys in a second. All right. Yo, 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 yo.
4: Mm-hmm. Now,
5: what did you
0: say,
5: last All right, we back. We back from commercial break. Okay. Well, hey, anyway, well, I guess we're back from commercial break. Um, I just take a little break myself. I just came back in, but um, let's get into this next overlay. G. Walker that you put up. The Bears' 2023 draft picks. First round. They got a second round pick there. Um, I believe that second round pick Nobody went to the Steelers. I think it's um Jay's. What was that? The background. Back Sorry about that. Okay, are we are we good now? Tell
3: <laughs> me. Hold on. Oh, that's
5: better.
3: Good job. Good
5: job. Hell yeah, yeah. Okay, we okay, we straight. Okay, yeah. Um, as I was saying first round the Bears got the second round pick they gave it to the Steelers for um Claypool they got the um, Baltimore Ravens um, second round pick they got the third round the fourth round the fourth round pick from the Eagles with the um Robert Quinn trade they got the fifth round pick they also got the um, Baltimore fifth round um, pick and they got a seven round pick and they got an addition and they got plus over 100 million dollars which I believe that is 123 million as of today. 34. Um boy, in it, boy in it. Say that good, you are welcome
3: 134 million.
5: 134 million? Okay, I thought it was 123. Okay. Alright, so um what do you guys you think of how the bears are set up going set, into next year?
3: Um I'll go first with this one. I'm gonna say that second round pick that we need to draft immediately is a offensive lineman. Immediately. Uh, the third round pick, that's got to be a defensive tackle. Fourth round pick, got to be a defensive end. Uh, that fifth round pick, receiver. Another fifth round pick, safety. That seventh round pick, I think that seventh round pick is probably another lineman. Jay, what you think about what you what you see going on with these picks? What you take it? What you taking with these?
2: Uh, I'm looking for the first round pick to be an offensive weapon. Uh, something on the offensive on the offensive side, definitely with the first rounder, whether it be an, a lineman, a receiver, a tight end, something. Uh we definitely need to take something with the with the first round with it being on the offensive side. Uh second round pick. I agree. Uh we need to address the defensive side. Um and it's one of those situations since we just like I said, since we traded Roquan for a second one, I feel like this guy has to be he either has to be a stud or a bust type situation. You don't put, you know what I mean? Uh, third third, and fourth rounder, I hope that we can, you know, start filling some holes between the defensive and offensive line. I think both lines need attention, uh, but I feel like we can definitely address the offensive line with, uh, with free agency more than the draft. I think drafting-wise with the offensive linemen, we haven't had great success recently. Um, And we do have at least I think I saw four to five pretty good offensive linemen coming up in free agency. So, I mean, I think we definitely need to address the the defensive line, though, with either the third or fourth round or possibly both. Uh, The fifth and sixth, the fifth and seventh round, I mean, best player available. I think you have to go with the best player available strategy. Fill the needs that you have, but you got to go with the best player that's available when you get to those rounds. You know, what I mean, it's it's pick and choose, and then, and then it's it's really a, a crapshoot on what you get.
3: Right, CJ. Before I ask you, um, after I ask you what your rundown on these picks are, uh, what you know, take over with your overlays, man. Go ahead to what you got up in here. But CJ, give me the picks where we going, bro. After this, give me your picks. I want the rundown, bro. I, I I love your perspective, and I, and I listen to your takes, and I, I know what you. I know what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about. So yeah, actually, the- this, yeah.
5: Let's 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 go into this, man. We got this up here right now. Let's let's go into this. Yeah, we got this up here right now. But um, first round, I'm gonna say the Bears have got to get a a, a defensive um defensive um a defense some, some some type of defensive line, whether it's a defensive end, whether it's a defensive tackle, because you got to get someone that can at least disrupt the all, all the teams opposing offensive line. You got to get somebody there. You cannot hit and miss on that. You know, because it's not too many, I don't know if it's too many guys available in free agency to fill that spot, but at least you can at least get at least two guys, at least to fill fill in that offensive line, at least when it comes to drafting. Whether it be in the first round, whether it be in the second round, you gotta get at least two guys in that spot. I'ma say within the next, I'm gonna say between the third and the fifth rounds, you could probably get a linebacker or two there. Maybe get another corner, maybe get another safety, you know, and, and, and then make and then probably throw in an offensive lineman, you know, in the last couple rounds. Because I think the offensive line is is okay for right now, but I know they're gonna make some upgrades in the offseason. I know there may be some a couple of linemen um available, and I think all the Bears need to do is just upgrade in a couple of spots in that offensive line. But I think the offensive line is in is, is in a better is in a better position than the defensive line is. Oh, I, you walk out the community, man. I totally agree with you,
3: man. But go ahead, CJ. Y'all saw you got a couple of overlays in here, man. Go ahead. Go ahead and do your thing, big dog.
5: All right, bro. Um let me go, let me go up to him. But of course, we talked about the we talked about the Roquan trade. Um, we already got everybody's thoughts on that. Now, it was one player that the Bears um, did get that um, I thought I would have seen today, but I didn't see much of him today. That was AJ. That was um AJ Clean um, or Klein, Um That they got from from the trade from Baltimore. I didn't see much of him today. He's a little bit on the older side of his career. Um, he's probably not going to be back next year, but um. You know, as you guys can see with the whole Roquan thing, what they're going to be paying them this year, then what Baltimore's going to be paying them. So that was the final final piece of that trade that I thought that I would have seen on the field today, but I didn't see him. Um, I've probably seen him maybe once or twice, but I didn't see him as much. And um, I believe we got... Hold on, I'm trying to look through here. And actually, this is the receiving core moving forward. Now, with Mooney being number one, uh, I can, I, I'll give him number one right now, but I'm expecting, um, Claypool to be number one by, towards the end of the season. That's, that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting Darnell Mooney to be number two. Um, Harry is, it's, it's going to be a toss up between Harry and St. Brown for number three. Um, Penance may be at number four. They may not bring him back. And then Isaiah, um, counter or, or, or counter is, um, I think he was released or he was let go. But um, that's um, that's pretty much what I got for that. And then, um, of course, our, our man, um, actually, guys, what do you guys think about this moving forward? Let's, let's get into that first. Man, Pettis is some cut
3: trash. He's not coming back. Okay. Quantum and St. Brown, some cut, some trash. He's not coming back. He's
5: getting
3: cut <laughs> okay. from the team. Coldler, Coldler, he he's some trash, too. I like him, but.
5: He's oh, gone. Man. He's gone already. So he, he's not even on the team. They they, they got
3: gone. rid of him. Uh, Kale Harry, I think Harry might be back. I think Harry could possibly be back. Uh, so Darnell Mooney, Claypool for sure, and Harry. Oh, I think I think those three come back. Um, okay. What you think about the receivers, uh, Jay? Uh,
2: honestly, I think it needs to be. I don't. CJ, I gotta disagree with you. I don't see Claypool as a as a number one receiver. I don't. I don't see him as a number one receiver. I. I think he's more of a two guy. Um. So, he hasn't shown anything to me when within his first three years to say number one guy. Uh. Again, yeah, he was playing with with an older Ben Roethlisberger. You know what I mean? So you got to give him that. You got to give him a you know, little bit of leeway there. But. And he had Juju I think, there. Yeah, and he had Juju there, but I think Mooney's that guy because Mooney just has. <laughs> Mooney and Fields just have a connection that is just ridiculous, man. And that, and I don't think anybody's going to be able to come in and in interject in that. And Mooney, I don't know that Mooney's the number one receiver in the NFL, but I think Mooney's definitely a top receiver in the NFL. I think Mooney's definitely a top 15 receiver in the NFL right now. And he, you know, he's definitely put up the, the numbers the past couple of years. I mean, the most – that Claypool's put up is, I think, eight hundred sixty yards in the season. Okay. I think that's most. I don't think he's. I don't, I'm pretty sure he hasn't broken a thousand yards.
5: Okay. Okay. Well, we got Miss Some Sugar and Vodka that just pulled up to the podcast. Appreciate um for having you come on. Yeah. Hey, what you guys say about this game? Because I know you got something to say, um, Sugar and Vodka. So go ahead. let, let um, let's have it.
4: I loved the game. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal outing by Fields. Our offense looked great. Our defense did their thing without, you know, the captains, which was nice to see. And it was a sad ending. (laughs) And I wished it wouldn't have ended the way it did.
3: I like that hat.
4: Yeah. I had to pull it out. I wore this to the game last week, so I had to wear it it one more time.
5: (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, now, now, what, now, what you think about the, um, what you think about the Roquan Trader? I know people got different opinions about it, but what, you, what, you, what you um thought about it?
4: It was sad to see him go, but it had to happen. Just because we need the, we need the draft capital, we need the picks, and mm-hmm. it was, I think there was some grades that were D plus, B minus. It was all around the board, but I think it needed to be done. And I was a big fan, so I was a huge you know, it, it is a huge loss, but it's business, and it's just sad when one of your favorites go.
5: Okay. Okay. No. Um, did Did Bayless Jones
3: play
5: today? Who? You said you said Bayless Jones. I think um I, he was um he was out.
4: Yeah.
5: He was out. And i uh, speak, speaking of on the wide right receivers. Um, sugar, what you think about Claypool? Because um. You know, some people like the idea with him being I here. I love the idea. Okay.
4: And like I'm sad that, sad that he got robbed at the, t- the t- end. <laughs> mm. and he could have had the, you know, a huge play at the end, and guy hugged him to the ground. Bear hugged him.
5: <laughs> right. What was, yeah. hey, what was your question for Sugar? Yeah. What was your question for Sugar? Did you Welcome.
3: I was going to ask you, Sugar, so what do you think? How is he going to help Mooney We'll have them two being a one-two um, wide receiver. What does he bring that's better than Mooney? Or he can help that some Mooney that can't Mooney can't do good as him. What is he better at than Mooney? Did you think?
4: Because he's good at going down the field. He's good for those long passes, and that's what we need. And that's what Fields is like, good at, and learning and getting and proving. So I think he'll be a great addition.
3: So you kind of came in toward the end, which is perfectly fine. But I want to ask you. What do you think we do with these draft picks right here? Go ahead, give me your spiel, uh, the first pick, whatever you think. Go ahead.
4: I think we'll go O-line, and I think we'll probably do some more wide receivers. But I'm hoping, I don't know what we'll do, but I'm hoping that we'll get a much stronger offensive line, which obviously we need. (laughs) We're going to need a little bit more defense now. And we need another wide receiver.
3: Okay, okay. I agree. I agree. I totally agree.
4: But definitely we don't need a QB. We have our QB of the future.
5: I mean, that, that there's no arguing that. <laughs> the way he's been playing over the last couple of weeks, he definitely is looking looking like that boom forward.
3: So Sugar, did you see this right here? Toward the game. This did you see what Mike McDaniel said at the Fields? He told him stop it. Just stop, bro. You're killing us. What you think of that?
4: That's ridiculous. And I don't know what he even meant by that. Well, would I think that it was even... a
3: compliment more than anything, you know?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, you're right. I read the article. Yeah, because he was killing all their flags, their defensive yeah. flags.
5: And sugar, I know, I know you an anti um, Green Bay, um, Green Bay Packer fan. What you think about Green Bay today? Only scoring nine points against a, wait, a, wait. a one and six Detroit lose? Lions team.
4: I told my Lions friend, I was like, "You guys are gonna win. They're trash. They're trash." He's like, "Well, we're both trash." And I was like, "Yeah, but I'm telling you, they're mm-hmm. they're a fire trash dumpster of shit."
5: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. And the fact that Green Bay lost against Detroit only scored nine points. It, I mean, all you Green Bay Packer fans talk about Justin Fields. I bet you wish you had Justin Fields. Two don't
4: interceptions. You? It was beautiful. Beautiful, By the GOAT, beautiful to the watch.
5: The goal and beautiful to, beautiful to watch. Man. But it's, it, it's crazy, man. Um,
4: I love seeing see, the downfall.
5: Yeah, the downfall is just going, it's just crazy, man. The, the downfall is insane. G-Walk, I know you wanted to say something, man. So go ahead, man. Oh, like you came out and came back in. But um, the Bears. Um, who does the Bears have on on the schedule next? Can anybody tell me? Give me one
2: second. All right.
4: The Lions. We play the Lions next week. Oh. It's the salute to Service game. Okay.
3: Oh okay. yeah, TJ.
5: Speaking of the Lions game, we got a podcast to do with um the guy from the Detroit podcast, the Huddle. Okay. We to okay. That guy, so we'll be doing a, a spot on this. Okay. Okay. But um for that, okay, okay, so okay, G Walk. I'm glad you brought that up because I want to get I want to get everybody's um opinions on here on um, while we're on here. Now, what now? What do you think? Since since Detroit beat Green Bay, a team that's supposed to be better than us, you know. What do you think the Bears are going to do against that team next week? Um, Sugar, let's start with you.
4: I think we'll
5: win. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to mess around. This will be the
3: fourth win of the season. I think we might get this one. I, think I so. definitely I think, think doing, we'll win. So, we, so we've lost, what, against uh, the Cowboys. We won against the Patriots, and we've lost against uh, today. So so it's win one, lose one. Lose one to win one. So I know that we might win one. We might win one.
4: The Cowboys okay. was going to be a hard win to take, but we played great against them. And Justin Fields did his thing there too, as well.
3: And how was your trip? Matter of fact,
4: how was Dallas? How was, the, how was Jerry World? It was great. Everything's kind of like a blur. I was like, if I didn't have the pictures, I, wouldn't, I was like, what, was I really there? Okay, yeah, I was. <laughs> but it was a great time. And okay. great outing Bears fans everywhere.
5: Okay, okay. Woo hoo. And, and Jay, what's your take about next week, man? Um, What what do you feel like um, um, how the Bears are going to do next week against Detroit?
2: I'm both optimistic and concerned. I mean, we lost against Washington, which is a bad team, but I think we're a different offense since then. Uh, So I think we run all over them. I think Justin Fields has another monster game where he's running the ball and then, you know, throwing off off his heels. You know what I mean? I think we win that game. I think we win that game. I think we need to win that game. You know, yeah. I think that's a must-win. I think that's a must-win game throughout for this season.
5: Your Mike, you're, um, G Walker, your mic. your Mike. You're Mike. You gotta meet your mic, G Walker, your mic. So let me ask y'all this: Are we
3: competing against Green Bay for draft picks? <laughs>
5: I'll let
3: them know.
4: Well, that. We are. We're winning.
3: <laughs> okay, because we're in the same division. We got the same record, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah. to
3: think about,
4: something
5: some to ponder.
3: They wanted Clayton. A- yeah, no, yeah. This was something that, and this is one of the uh over, like, CJ pulled up. CJ, go ahead and tell us, man, because it looked like we beat them to the punch. Green Bay, go ahead, man.
5: Man, Ryan Poles beat them to the punch, man, and, and the thing is it's all about you know, it's all about where the Bears are positioned. Of course, people think that we're going to lose and lose and lose. So basically what it came down to is they're expecting, they're expecting Green Bay to win. So, okay, let's say, okay, it may be five picks that, that that the Bears may be, you know, down as far as where Green Bay is at. Okay, we're going we're gonna to take the the um the worst pick. We're going to take the worst pick. So I, I really just think that it came more down to, what the Steelers thought the Bears' pick was going to be, the Green Bay. But it would be kind of funny because my man um, Ken from the Howlers Hard Report brought this up today. Shout out to Ken Howlers Hard Report. He said it would be funny if if the Bears had a better record than Green Bay, and then that pick um, that 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 you know the Steelers had from us would become a higher pick. So it just it's it's something to think about moving forward. But um what um what you guys what you guys thought about um I mean actually let's let's do this. What grade would you give Ryan Poles for what he's done so far with with the um trades, getting the draft picks and everything. What grade would you guys give Ryan Poles? Jay, um let's start with you. What what grade would you give Ryan Poles for
2: that? Uh man, I got to give my man at least like a B, solid B. Uh he's okay. he's he's got enough some draft equity. Uh the Roquan one kind of hurt me. I not just as a fan of his, but as a Bears fan, uh I feel like we could have got a you know for a top uh for a top tier and uh potential, I think top 5 free agent coming up. I think we could have possibly gotten a first rounder from somebody out of him. But uh I definitely think Poles has definitely made some some good moves. He's gotten us draft equity. Uh he's gotten us cap space. And he's put us in a position to where this offseason we could really start making some noise as long as free agents want to come here. That's something that you mentioned last podcast I was on, man. Free agents don't be wanting to come here. Right. Uh, but I feel like that – I feel like the emergence of fields and with the way fields has been playing, I feel like that is something that will attract people to come here is the way that our offense is starting to play. So I definitely feel like Poles has definitely made some good moves and uh, I give him a solid B. Okay,
5: okay. Um, Sugar, what about you? Uh, what grade do you give Pose for um, for the trades and for? I gave um... him
4: a strong B plus. Okay. He he got a lot when we had nothing. We literally had nothing. He got us extra picks, and for the draft capital we have going into this draft, I think I'll throw a party this year <laughs> because okay. it's going to be the one of the best drafts that we've seen, and who knows how long. Mm-hmm. And for Roquan, I do not think we could have gotten a first round. I think we got what we could for him. And, yeah, like I said, it was sad to see him go, but we got what we could.
5: Okay. G Walker, what grade do you give our, Um, Ryan, uh, what grade do you give Poles for what he's done so far off the trades in, and in, in the draft picks? Uh, hey uh, hey Because you
3: sacrifice, even though the defense is getting – you know, but you got to rebuild. The bear like I said, you have to pivot – from being a defensive team to a modern NFL team, you got to do it, man. Um, so not giving one guy a bunch of money on the defensive end and pretty much saving money under uh while um while fields is still a rookie under that rookie contract, and you get to build that team up and you get you sacrifice one guy to get 10, 12, 13, 14 guys. So it, it had to be done, And He held his guns, he stuffed his principal, uh, he offered uh Roquan the money, he didn't take it two times. He didn't have an agent. Goofy-ass didn't have an agent. So what are you supposed to do, man? So I get posed an A, hey, man, for not embarrassing Roquan, not talking bad about him, you know, really being a chess and a poker player, um, really being a businessman, showing competence, um, showing patience, showing, um, hey, I'm going to make do what I – like you said, I'm going to make this organization the best I can make it. So getting rid of a guy that you probably would have to pay $80 million to, like Ryan Pace paid – Robert Quinn all that damn money and you handicapped The cap, we couldn't make no moves. So right. good job for him understanding where we're at in this moment of time and not giving Roquan all that money and you still got time to build. You got dry pick to build the team going forward. I love it. I give him an eight.
4: And Man, also... I gave
5: him... oh, go ahead, Sugar. Go ahead. And also
4: the players appreciate it. Them going into the locker room and them talking to them as with respect and as men not just, you know going behind their back they talked to them about the trades so they knew what and why and they respected them for that so you know they keep the respect from the locker room as well which is a huge because the last they didn't have nothing <laughs> they lost respect from the fans the locker room from the nfl really
5: okay okay um, i agree
3: with you sugar i told with yeah, everything you I, just I, said yeah,
5: good. I definitely agree. Okay, um, I gave him. Um, somebody asked me this question earlier today. I gave him a B plus, um, and the reason why I gave him a B plus is because we got to see what those draft picks are gonna be. Um, first of all, um, you know the whole thing with Roquan. Of course, um, people don't want to see him go, but it's like, you know, you gotta you gotta ask yourself what 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 has Roquan reached his ceiling? Because you got a guy who's a great, excellent cover um, linebacker. He covers the field very, very well. That that's what he specializes in. But can he go and get you seven, eight, nine, ten sacks a season? Mm, you know that, that's kind of tough to say. You know because how the Bears defense is. But I, you know for the fact that they got what they got for, um, from from him, I think I think it was all, all all needed. You know, and the fact that they was able to turn that second round pick and the Claypool, you know, you definitely got to get kudos to um Ryan Pose for that. We definitely got to give kudos for that, but um, you know, overall, I think he's done a pretty good job. We got to see what those draft picks are going to be, and um, you know, we have to take it from there.
3: And we got to actually got a comment from is Bartell, mm-hmm. is Bartell Gaming <clears throat> that yeah. defense couldn't get off the field today? They need a lot of work on that side of, of the field, unfortunately. Jay, you know, you this been your thing all the trend all day for you talking about this defense. So, what you got to say about this comment, man? And I think he, I think he was going to how you went.
2: Um, honestly, look. I agree, like I like I said with you, G. I agree that we need to pivot and build around the offense, but you can't forget that defense wins championships. You can put up all the points in the world, I but agree, man. if you Dude. can't if you can't stop the other team, what's the point? We couldn't stop Miami today. We could not. Our, our now, when it came down to fourth down, we showed some heart. You know what I mean? But throughout the day, the Trend was we just couldn't stop Tua. We couldn't stop him. We couldn't stop Tua. We couldn't stop Waddle. We couldn't stop Hill. They were tearing our asses up. Middle of the field where Roquan would be, side of the field where, where Johnson's at, tearing Eddie Jackson's ass up too. Like they were tearing us up. We need we need help on that side of the field. And I agree with so, your boy
3: so, C so Jay, how long are you giving Ryan poles? And his staff to fix the holes in this defense. Is it one draft and free agency this year? Is it a draft and free agency? What what what? How how long of a time are you giving them to fix this defense?
2: Good question. I it has to be the draft and free agency this year. You got to fill some holes. Uh, Your that second round pick of yours that you that you picked up for Roquan, it, be, it better be stutter bust. It better be stutter bust because I agree with you. See, he might have he might have reached his there's you can't say he might have reached his plateau but that's a hell of a plateau somebody putting up ray lewis numbers that's a hell of a plateau so you're giving away a real good player a solid player a top linebacker in the league now i do disagree you don't need your middle linebacker out there getting you 10 sacks a game you need your middle linebacker out there reading the offense audible for your defense and setting the tone and making sure that when the when you're up when your defensive front gives up and can't hold up, that your linebacking core is right there to stop, you know, the potential threat.
5: Okay. Sugar and vodka, the same question.
4: This draft. It's what he's built all the capital for, it's what he's gotten all these picks for. It needs to be done this draft and next season needs to be a stellar breakout season for everybody. Not two seasons from now. That's that was from the last well next season, well next season, well next season. And then they kept betting the farm and with and we're left with nothing. So they need to do everything right with this draft. And I have okay. faith they will
5: okay yeah i, def- I definitely agree with, with um with sugar what you said and jay what you said also you definitely don't need to uh, um a linebacker to get 10 sacks so i probably blew that out proportion but um i'm gonna say they definitely got to do it in this draft they definitely got to get get the right players to fit the system you know i mean get get the players that are good that's available but you got to make sure they fit your system and you're gonna use them the right way that's one now um as far as free agency I don't know what's out there as far as what they can upgrade to. That's going to have to be something that maybe they can do. Uh, maybe they can look at, but I think it's going to have to be in the draft because they do have to um, probably re-sign a couple of players. Um, Jay, you want something to add?
2: Darren Payne, stud defensive tackle from Washington Commanders, upcoming free agent, man. That's somebody that could plug up that hole on the defensive front like you could talk about, like potential free agent to look out for.
5: Okay. 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 G welcome. Um. A- anything okay. else you want to add anything
1: before
3: you add? we wrap
5: it up? You, you know wanna...
3: what, man? I just I agree with everybody. To me, man, I, I just think that it has to be this draft of free agency, man. Uh, we can't have Fields and Mooney and Claypool and Command and everybody, you know, getting getting yards and getting touchdowns, and we can't stop any damn body. You know, as much as we want to give the organization time to grow the talent, this is the NFL, man. You got to grow up quick. Organizations got to grow up quick. Vice presidents got to grow up quick. Like we don't have that time frame of waiting three years and four years and shit. So you are getting one offseason fix the defense
5: to plug the holes, and that's free agency in the draft, man. Uh Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Unfortunately, they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to do it this draft, but it may take them another year to be a a a. Playoff contender as far as getting to a Super Bowl, I'm gonna give them a two-year window, one year to, to get that defense to what you know to where it you know it, it, it can be moving forward, and an- another year to really get this team jelling because I don't think. We we can expect them to get it all done in one off season and say, okay, we're gonna get to the Super Bowl. That's when everybody's gonna be mind fucked going into that season.
3: Well, whoever's thinking about going into the Super Bowl next season is smoking
2: crack. Yeah, right. you think about like, If you think about Super Bowl next season, I don't care who we add, you you high as hell.
5: Right. So
4: let's
3: just get the guys to stop gap stops in the middle of the court of the field. That would be the, that would be the Cinderella story of the year. Slow the hell down with the Super Bowls, man.
5: Yeah, let's get let's get into the next let's get into the next comment. I got an echo. I got an echo. Yep. Okay, the next comment it says, um, I don't think the Bears need too many upgrades, they just have talent. Their coordinators aren't any any um anything special. That could be a, a focus in the off season. Hmm. Oh what y'all whoa, think about whoa, that? Whoa, whoa. What y'all think
3: Whoa. about that? <laughs> Luke Getty is a dog. Look, hold on, Luke Getty is. Put the drink down. He might the special,
5: one,
2: bro. Hold on. All right. I'll, I'll I'll hold on. I'll feel this one cuz I know this, man. Bartell's my dude. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Look, I wasn't a fan of the coaching squad to, to begin with. You know, I wasn't sold on them, but I think the past couple weeks Luke Getty has shown initiative, he's shown inventiveness, uh, and he's opened up the playbook. And he's shown to be smart. He's shown to be smart. He's shown to be uh, a forward thinker. Uh, now, defensively, different question. But offensive coordinator, I think we're good. I think we're good. Okay, y'all. Okay, um, anybody, anybody got? Anybody want to add to that comment?
4: Nope? No. It's
5: really
4: nothing. Okay. okay. okay.
5: <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. Hey, J- <laughs> yeah, I guess Jay hit it right on the head with that one. Um. Yeah, we got another comment. This is my mother actually Hey mom, what's going on? Appreciate you stopping by on your busy Sunday. I know you're busy today, but appreciate you coming through. But um before we get up out of here, um since we're probably not gonna be um having a show next week because we're gonna be on another show, um What's everybody's predictions going going into the game? I don't know if I asked this question already, but I'm gonna ask it again. What's everybody's predictions um about the about the Lions and the Bears game since we're not gonna be here for next week? You asked him, but we said well, I think we all said win. And I think Jay said uh we need to write Okay, um um let me let, let me uh, let me rephrase that. Um score prediction. Thirty-one
4: twenty-four. Bears. Okay. 30-21.
1: Bears. bears. Okay.
3: I'm going with won? whatever Jay said. Whatever Jay said, I'm going with Jay. Thirty twenty-one bears.
5: <laughs> okay. And I um for this game I I got the Bears um 35 21 so so uh, that that's what I pretty much got but um G Walker why don't you uh, why not you give a shout out to um you know to to the show we got coming up for next week um you know and, and letting people know where we're gonna be at for next week and pretty much get ready to wrap this thing up oh you gotta t- your mic you gotta mute your mic.
3: We're going to be on a Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, they're part of the NFC huddle group, NFC North huddle group, uh, Greg Rice. I think it's called the Pride. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, I haven't been too familiar with it, but uh, we won't be here next week on our own platform. We'll be on somebody else's. They go right there. The myth, the man, the legend. Uh, we'll be on his podcast. Uh, and I think that's... a. Uh, um, Yeah, we'll we'll be on that podcast, man. We'll be on there. We'll update you guys. Um, If you guys don't have anything else, um, that's gonna be it for me. That's gonna be it for if y'all got anything else.
2: CJ and Mike.
5: (laughs) Okay. Sorry about that, y'all. But um, if anybody got nothing else to say. I appreciate everybody for coming through today. Um, Jay, I appreciate you coming in, man. And I'll give yeah, you your y'all. takes. You got some very good takes, bro. Um, Sugar and Vodka, appreciate you coming through. When you can come through. Um, hey, we need, yeah, your hat, your fashion. We need your voice. We need it all. People need to see that, man. We got to have a lady to putting her points on her takes. That's what it's all about. Um, to everyone in the comment section, to all the comments down here, to, uh, to Warren Smith, um, putting his comment through. To um, Veronica, who's been a supporter of this show um, since we since we've been starting, for her putting in her comment. Um, I got a couple of family members in here um, putting in their comments. Um, you know, my mother as well, and then we got um we got um uh, Mr. Um is it's, um Bart Bartel leaving his comments in. So we appreciate everybody for coming through, man. Everybody who's been watching the show from start to finish, we appreciate y'all. But other than that, that's gonna be it for us. Um, hold on, hold
3: on. I, I Oh, got, go
5: ahead. I got, I got one more thing. All CJ right.
3: Volker, man, these people on the Detroit uh, Lions podcast might try to gang up on us. So if I come on there, and I see it's like six in the motherfuckers, we invite y'all to come on the podcast with us on that on Detroit Lions uh, podcast. Just hit me up, man. Stand back for the link to CJ we send y'all, cause they might try to get all of us, get me and him, try to, try to triple team us. So
5: oh yeah, I forgot. You know, I've been, I, I've been yeah, talking so, a lot of so, shit. yeah Yeah,
2: i'll be on standby man
5: i forgot man i think my mouth they probably got me in trouble so (laughs) all right man but um other than that man um this it for us y'all have a great sunday appreciate it everybody and um we'll see you guys next time we're gonna hit y'all out with this outro y'all have a good one
3: Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is G Walker, one half of the CNG podcast.
5: And I'm CJ, the other half of the CNG podcast. CJ, I
3: can't stay, bro. I got to go help with the groceries downstairs, man. All
5: right, man. Good show, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, good show. All right, bro.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.